0: You're listening to The Weird Sisters, Harry Potter Reread, Episode 18. On today's show, we discuss Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Chapters 16, 17, and 18, as well as the article on Anna Magi available on Pottermore. Hello, and welcome to The Weird Sisters. I'm Danielle. And I'm Allison. And we are back with the Prisoner of Azkaban, and stuff is popping off. We're finding (laughs) things out. It's getting real. Yes, it's very real. Uh, But before all that, we have the magical mundanity of wizarding exams.
1: I love that they actually take exams in this
0: book. Yes, those children need to learn something.
1: (laughs) And, of course, they're... Well, wait, no, they're not taking owls. It just talks about, what, the twins are taking owls, and Percy yeah. is taking newts, which is what? Na- nastily, nastily exhausting
0: <laughs> wizarding levels. Oh, which is great. Yeah. And, you know, Hermione's flipping out, because that's what Hermione does, is flip out.
1: Well, she's taking about four exams at one time, so it's understandable. Yes,
0: yes. and she has written it down that way. It's That's a little unsubtle, Hermione, You're supposed to be hiding your time travel to write down that you're going to be in two places at once? Well, she likes to plan. Yes. And I did say that I would love Hermione to plan my life with, like, color-coordinated schedules and things. (laughs) Do
1: they get Hogwarts agendas on parchment?
0: Uh, Oh, my goodness. They should get
1: Hogwarts agendas. You know, like you got in elementary school and the front was kind of (laughs) holographic. Yes. the fronts are always holographic. (laughs) This is probably a waste of money, but they always were. And then
0: people made that annoying squeaky sound. Yes, but if you had a wizard planner, it wouldn't need to be holographic. It would just be a, a picture that moved. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> oh. And I, I liked that we got a little detail about what all the tests were. Mm-hmm. And they actually had a lot of classes.
1: Six? Something
0: like I that. I didn't count. But, so they had transfiguration, where they had to turn a teapot into a tortoise. Is that really a helpful skill? Well, (laughs) you know, is hand long division really a helpful skill, but they make us learn it anyway?
1: (laughs) So it's also about learning to sit and think and be quiet. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes. And well, maybe, like, Maybe you had too many teapots and your kid needed a pet.
1: I I don't think that's an appropriate pet. Maybe it's it's just more about mastering the art. You have to build up to more important things.
0: Yeah, I suppose. And here we are again just creating life. I summon a tortoise (laughs) into being. (laughs) Right, no issues with that at all. No. Although Hermione is a little concerned that hers looks more like a turtle... Than a tortoise. Yeah. The least of everyone else's concerns. But I love that she knows that distinction enough to be concerned. (laughs) I I was wondering that too. Like, uh, what's the difference? (laughs) Well, ask Hermione. She'll tell you. They do cheering charms and charms. That's a hard sentence. Cheering charms and charms. Uh Uh-huh. And Ron gets a little too happy. Yes. Which is Harry's fault.
1: (laughs) He had to go sit quietly.
0: Yes. (laughs) And then we have the horribly depressing final of Care of Magical Creatures. All they had to do
1: was keep flobberworms alive for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) And which are better left alone.
0: Yeah. Well, Hagrid has other things on his mind. It's true. The execution is tonight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I liked that potions test was a confusing concoction. It would be just like Snape. They're taking finals. Now make this confusing concoction. I hope nothing goes terribly wrong. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even get it. (laughs) And I, I, the astronomy wasn't anything particularly interesting, but I was like, wait, they took astronomy this year? We never get...
1: Like, occasionally, it'll be like, and they had to finish their star charts for homework or whatever. But we never really talk about that class and who the heck is the teacher until the, um, what's the book where forens is.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they never go into the classroom until the, I actually, I guess, I think there's a tiny scene when they take their owls. Oh, and they
1: have to, like, be up at night or something?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but she that that class until the centaur shows up, the hot centaur. <laughs> it's nothing to write home about. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That we uh-huh. Never... Well, yeah, and then they also had care magic or history of magic and herbology. So that's a lot of classes. I've
1: got to count. Go. <laughs> Charms, transfiguration. Transfiguration. Care of magical creatures, potions, astronomy, history of magic. And defense against the dark arts,
0: and herbology. That's seven. That's that seems like quite a lot. I bet they do have a lot of homework. Okay, like, but in high school you took seven classes. I guess I did. I didn't do any homework. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't get to do my homework on parchment paper and conjure animals out of the air, so yeah. that might have been better.
1: Oh, I do like though. In Defense Against the Dark Arts.
0: It's like an obstacle course. <laughs> yes. They have finally learned something. Right, so they're
1: battling all these creatures, and then Hermione just, like, loses it because she has to battle a art. And it turns into McGonagall, who says she failed everything. <laughs> and she can't beat it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. So... Well, that's the one class she uh, never beats Harry in, is Defense Against the Dark Arts. Well, that's true. I do like it that it's McGonagall, too, who tells her that she failed.
1: Yeah, but we still never know what Hermione's original fear is. Because like, she doesn't battle the bogart in the first class. And then this, I mean, maybe it would still be along these lines, but it feels like this is an outcome of all the stress that she's had this turn.
0: Oh sure, that maybe she wouldn't be so antsy about it if this was not a time turner right. year. <laughs> that's a good point, actually. But I, I feel, I feel like it probably would be something along the the failure oh, lines. Yeah, yeah. Unless like later she gets, there's definitely obviously a part of Hermione that's worried about being alone. Are not liked, too.
1: Hmm.
0: But that's that, that that fear. I think she she presses down on that one a little hard mm-hmm. and tries to keep it in. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, we forgot a class. There's another one, divination, because divination comes after a defense against oh, dark so arts. Oh, eight. That
1: makes more sense. Nice and round.
0: Yes. So yeah, the divination final is about what you would expect. <laughs> <laughs> Until it isn't.
1: Well, right. You just go up there and make things up.
0: Yes. And I i was like, Harry, why aren't you playing along? Just say you're going to die and get an A. <laughs> I don't know if he really cares about getting an A. But That's I kind of thought the
1: same thing. Seems like an
0: easy guess. She would eat that up. Yes. Yes, although I think he doesn't because he like he starts with making something up about mm-hmm. Buckbeak, right? But then Trelawney wants him to say that he's yeah, going to die.
1: Super and like fixated on this. She's like, "Oh, you are predicting Hagrid's outcome. Are you sure it's not bloody? Are you sure there's not an axe in the picture? Like, goodness, woman. Yeah, and she has it out for that hippogriff. And but Harry, like." He stands very firm on this. He's like, no, Buckbeak is alive. But I thought it was kind of interesting that, and not that I really think Trelawney's making a real prediction. She's just sort of going with what everyone else thinks in this scenario. But yet, ultimately, they're both right.
0: Yeah, that is true. Because be both gets the axe mm-hmm. and doesn't get the axe. That's kind of clever. That's, that is clever. I didn't really think about that. Okay. So, after things go the <laughs> way you'd expect, things take a turn. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes into, like, this trance, weird, seizure-like mm-hmm. thing. And she makes a real, legit prophecy. Uh, I don't really have a great, like, ominous tone, so I'm just going to read it straight. (laughs) It's on 324 of my book. The Dark Lord lies alone and friendless, abandoned by his followers. His servant has been chained these 12 years. Tonight, before midnight, the servant will break free and set out to rejoin his master. The Dark Lord will rise again with his servant's aid, greater and more terrible than ever before tonight before midnight the servant will set out to rejoin his master (laughs) and then she's all like "Hmm, drifted off that sounds crazy yes (laughs) yeah isn't it interesting that she has no idea when she makes an actual prophecy yeah it's kind of useless like what if no one's there to hear it (laughs) I know a tree falls in a forest maybe she's made tons of them she's just yeah She's made tons of prophecies, but she's just hanging up in that room and no one ever writes them down. <laughs> yeah, so really everyone needs a scribe. Like, if you're going to be a seer, you need a, a scribe.
1: Yes. <laughs> but, um, I mean, we know ultimately that she's right. I think in the moment reading it, there is a sense that what she's saying is different and we need to be, like, take it seriously But we can't really imagine what that is yet.
0: Yeah, because, so even if you take her completely seriously and, you know, Voldemort's servant is going to find him and rejoin him and help him rise again, that, I was going to say it doesn't have a whole lot of connection to, like, what it feels like our story is about right now. Mm -hmm. It sort of feels like foreshadowing for, like, the future of the series. But I guess if you were smart and not dumb like me, you would, think, <laughs> you would think, "Oh, that's black." Yeah, I, th- I mean that's, like that's the only character,
1: wh- who is prominent right now to fulfill it. Um, I don't know. Are we afraid of this though?
0: Well, are we afraid? You mean, like, do we believe it's real, or does it actually create a sense of terror? Well,
1: some combination thereof. Like, I think we, as a reader, you have to believe it somewhat, because it's very obviously written to stand out. Like, Mm -hmm. this is unusual, and something is going on here. And what she says is pretty bold, but, I don't know, like, are we, af- like, are we afraid of that? Like, do we, maybe it's, does that mind, like, understanding in our mind actually move into a an emotional reaction to it?
0: I mean, I think its impact is lessened just because we know where this is going because this is how stories work yeah right this is a big series Voldemort's definitely gonna rise again (laughs) (laughs) so that we can fight him you know but i mean i i do think the prophecy comes off as ominous just in the way she tells Mm -hmm. it like his servant shall go to him and blah 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 what
1: i thought was kind of interesting though was and what's the line like he has been lying alone and friendless or something Mm kind of you know almost setting it up like this could easily right now like go a different direction you know so the story unfolds that Pettigrew like is forced to reveal himself and runs off to be with Voldemort but like if that hadn't come to a head if what she's saying is true like, is Baltimore at this point so far on the brink? Like, maybe the most that he has been. I mean, I guess you could argue that someone eventually would come to him, but would they? Like, what if... I know, it doesn't meet the grand arc of of the narrative, but it, it woulda, coulda maybe, just not. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, because it's really, like, Black's actions that set this in motion, right? Right. If he's not chasing down Pettigrew, then Pettigrew doesn't feel like... I mean, Pettigrew doesn't want to go to Voldemort. Yeah, but now he's outed, so he has to. Yes, and he feels like, well, Voldemort will protect me from Black, at least, who still really wants to murder me. Mm -hmm. And now everyone knows, like, yeah, you know, that he is also a rat, so... Yeah, and then Pedigree's the one, right?
1: Next is book number four, and at the end of that, like, he's the one that enables that to
0: happen, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. (laughs) I wasn't thinking about that scene in the context of this prophecy, because it's not just that he'll go to him, it's that he'll give him an arm. To help, well to help and like him. he
1: facilitates like Peter's the one that facilitates that process in setting up the like in staging the the cup and all of that and getting I mean I know there's help but like Voldemort couldn't have gotten to that point without him. And none yeah. of the other Death Eaters have really been flocking back to him. I mean Voldemort mm-hmm. always seems to have the ability to pray on the weak still
0: yeah I don't I mean I don't feel like I have anything new and original to say on the topic but like prophecy in books it's always a little weird (laughs) and like when it's when it's a good book like this Mm -hmm. is like the idea of prophecy is always explored a little bit and not just like used as oh it's a prophecy you know we have to fulfill it right because we're gonna get another prophecy later on right and we'll see how it's both true and not as true as you would think right we so what it's
1: it's,
0: yeah enacts
1: itself in some regard
0: yeah i don't know this prophecy just seems to be like fortune telling like telling the future there doesn't There's not that same kind of ambiguity as there is with the Harry Neville prophecy, Mm -hmm. but... I don't know. Prophecies are weird. (laughs) They can make your plot, like, really complicated and weird. But I think she pulls it off pretty well. (laughs) Because she uses it sparingly. I don't read enough fantasy to really be confounded. Oh, sure. But... So, okay. Yeah, we have the prophecy. Harry's a little bit put off, but... (laughs) There are also pressing things happening. Yes. So then he finds out, oh, Buckbeak lost. So, you know, your fortune telling isn't looking too good, Harry. <laughs> and he's going to be executed. Though,
1: we could also add that this is another classic point, And I get he's a bit distracted by the whole Hagrid situation. But Harry seems... To recognize that he may still be skeptical, but there was something different in in the prediction. And it's a pretty ominous prediction. Like, why is he not trying to tell
0: somebody? Sure. And it's like, she does say it's like midnight tonight. So this is not something you can tell Dumbledore about in the morning. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a decent point, but at the same time, she's crazy, man. And it might give you pause, but at the same time, she's a certifiable loon. Trelawney? Yes.
1: Yeah, but now he's going to look pretty dumb when she's right. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's true. Although he doesn't seem to reflect much upon that decision. No. I yeah. am, but he does. Yes, he has more pressing concerns at this moment, so they go to visit Hagrid. Obviously,
1: though, so it's Hermione who kind of becomes her strong-willed self and retrieves the invisibility cloak first.
0: Yes, she is initiating said mm-hmm. rule breaking. Has to be done, so she will do it. Yes, uh, and so they go visit Hagrid. Comforting him, and then Hermione finds a rat in I the milk. I do not remember this at all. <laughs> me me. And I just read this book. I, I know. I, it's like, I guess I forgot that. Oh, duh! We'd have to like get Scabbard I know, back. I, I get that that was a missing piece, but
1: like, maybe it was caught by Crookshanks. I like. I just didn't have that
0: storyline at. Oh,
1: I was shocked.
0: And why is he? Why is he hiding there? I don't know.
1: That's what's confusing too. Maybe because Fang is there. I don't know. But wouldn't he drown in milk?
0: I I assumed it was an empty milk container he was hiding in. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he knows the blacks around there. He should be running further away. I, yeah, I guess rats don't <laughs> run that far. I don't know. Yeah, and like, what's his end game in that? I mean, he hasn't by himself. He is just kind of a stupid, useless sack. I guess he has to stay as a rat too,
1: since he's supposed to be dead.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, is he like, he like never turned into a human for like gross. twelve years. Has he just been. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh.
1: I just, it's it's kind of bizarre. And then so what he. He staged, he staged the scene in the, in Ron's bed, right, that Ron and Hermione were fighting about. Oh. Yeah, that comes out later.
0: I guess I didn't think about. Yeah, you're right. I I didn't think about it when we read that scene about yeah, what actually happened. It. Yeah. So he bites. He's real into self mutilation as a means to escape. It's
1: extreme. Yeah. Yeah. So that like that was the forethought. Like, okay, I am now going to stage my own rat death because, like, you know, <laughs> I've outlived this life in Ron's pocket, and uh-huh. like hang out in some milk i don't <laughs> that's as far <laughs> as the plan got.
0: Okay. <laughs> <for a> <laughs> he's very stressed out he's trying to desperately escape ron yeah because ron takes him back after we find him yeah yeah and like while this is going on basically the executioner is coming for buckbeak and cornelius fudge comes personally
1: yeah they like kind of write it off as like I had business at Hogwarts. I had to check on this whole black Dementor thing, and they needed a witness so they asked me. (laughs) Who asked (laughs) the Minister of Magic to be the witness of a hippogriff execution? (laughs) I don't
0: know. He's obviously not very well respected.
1: Does it serve a a point really later? Just that they can kind of talk?
0: Like, what is the point of it? Yeah, I was trying to think about that, too. And I could be completely making this up, but I think sort of at the resolution, there's maybe a little conversation with Fudge about, like, oh, because Fudge tries to take Black into prison anyway. Yeah. Right? And then he helps him. With, I think maybe that's why he's there yeah. for plot purposes.
1: I, I guess. And maybe when we sort of, he's been a character in this book and like has this relationship with harry so maybe just for some continuity's sake as well
0: yeah yep but you know first she's got to witness this hippogriff execution (laughs) and you know so we hear the axe we don't see the axe yeah
1: it's still a pretty dramatic scene though
0: yeah although I do admit that in this scene, it, the movie scene was just in my head when I was reading it.
1: I have like they, ve- I'm like creating the movie scene. I don't really remember it specifically, but I can kind of picture it with those characters. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Behind the pumpkin patch and such. Oh. Well, I is guess I'm. After? I guess what I'm actually yes. remembering is yes. the second version of the scene. Yeah, but. Uh, so, you know, they're making their escape as Buckby bites the dust, and Scabbers gets away
1: and, and runs
0: off. Runs after him. only to be. Oh, oh, well, yes, he he's only recently reunited with his beloved rat. He doesn't seem to get that Scabbers mm-hmm. wants nothing to do with him. And then Crookshanks oh, yeah. chases him down. Because Crookshanks is just appearing <laughs> out of nowhere all the time. That's cat.
1: weird cat. Just, right. a it weird was kind of, of, I was imagining this scene, right? So Scabbers is running, like, down the lawn. Then the cat is chasing him. Then Ron's like, screw it, rips off the cloak, and is chasing both of them. Then Harry and Mi- Harry and Hermione have the same reaction, say, screw it. And now we're like, with a cape behind them, <laughs> running after them. So they're all just like, tearing across the, the lawn. One, like, you know, more <laughs> far gone than the next.
0: Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, and then, Harry's getting yeah, chased he- by the dog. All of a
1: sudden, he's just down. Like, down and out.
0: Yes. And then I get—I guess he realizes that Ron now has a hold of Scabbers. So Sirius, the dog, mm-hmm. grabs Ron. I guess trusting him to hold on to the rat while he's being dragged by a giant dog?
1: Does Ron... Ron does... Yeah, he is holding Scabbers. Yeah. Well, that's... I was trying to think if it was that or more also alluring. Like, he wants to tell Harry this, doesn't he?
0: No, I don't think that's his primary motive. Okay. I just thought he was very ill-conceived, and he was very lucky that Ron did hang on to Scamish. <laughs> Especially so he gets dragged beneath the Whomping Willow and then gets his leg broken as he's dragged in there. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah.
1: Well, in this point, too, we have no idea, like, what is happening.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's true. There's a big dog (laughs) taking Ron away.
1: Mm -hmm. And then we have the whole, like, you know, they're trying to get into the Whomping Willow, but they can't. And then Crookshank. What I thought was interesting is Hermione, like, asks for help. And then
0: Crookshank's response. Ah, that is... Because you were talking about how
1: it's like this special learned cat. (laughs) A
0: keezel, half keezel,
1: Right. So, I I mean, it might just be happenstance and like kind of recognizing the need, but it was like a direct reaction to it in the storyline.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And this cat has obviously done this before.
1: (laughs) Because they're (laughs) just palling around down there.
0: Yeah. So they're following him down the tunnel.
1: I would like to point out how many tunnels and chutes there appear to be on Hogwarts (laughs) grounds. The story always seems to end with like, and then falling down miles below the school.
0: You know. Okay. Oh yeah, that's number one. And number two, have big old falls below the school. Right. And then Harry's already done this as,
1: like, sliding down the tunnel to get into Hogsmeade. And now it's the
0: same. Yep. Just the same. There's a lot going on under there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I guess they're following him down the tunnel. They realize it's going to the Shrieking Shack. And burst in. And, you know, Ron's like... That's not a dog. This is a trap. It's a trap. (laughs) And the dog is Sirius Black. Dun dun dun. Crap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. At that point, you're like, that seems like the motive. You're like, oh no, like
0: they got us. Yes. Oh, the motive to dragging Ron is to capture Harry. Sure. Yes yep that does seem like the motive mm-hmm. and then we have this like rather long explanatory standoff explanatory. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um is it though i mean there's kind of
0: some a lot of back and forth yeah but you kind of realize i feel like even as a first-time reader that something is weird about this because black's not behaving quite the way you think he should behave like, there's a line in there where he, like, tells Ron to lie still because he's going to hurt his leg more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's, like,
0: concerned about Ron's leg.
1: Ron was also attacking him, wasn't
0: he? <laughs> no, Ron was just, like, I think Harry was, just, but.
1: But then, like, he does open by disarming them, which I I get is protective. But yet, immediately now, you know, he's holding all the wands. Yes. So that's a little disconcerting. So, and, and I think Harry's response, like, Harry is vehemently, like, you know, believing that Black is this awful person and is having this huge emotional response, like, worse than he had uh, when he left the Dursleys. And he was yeah. gone crazy then, too.
0: Oh, yeah. He's just out of his mind with anger and rage. Mm. And I did notice that Black says, oh, Harry, I knew you'd come for your friend, just like James would have come.
1: Yeah. See, that's maybe that's what made me think that he was somewhat luring Ron, or luring Harry. Sure. Of
0: course. Yeah, classic hero trap. Yeah. Of
1: course, that makes Harry even angrier, like... You killed my parents, don't talk about them, yada, yada.
0: Yeah. And this anger kind of works, because he jumps him and gets his wand back. Again, a familiar and both stupid
1: and brave move to just jump on the back of dangerous creatures.
0: (laughs) Yes. Maybe that should be his signature (laughs) move and not Expelliarmus.
1: Just going for it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and I love them, too, that, like... I don't know, Ron and Hermione, I mean, this is kind of the big end scene, right? And this is the most, like, Ron and Hermione get to be there to the end, which they don't really get to be in the other books. Of course, this is the only one where it's not a true showdown with Voldemort, either.
0: Yes. Yeah, this is the... Is that true? I'm trying to think of, like, the very ends of all the books. What's the... I mean, obviously, we're dealing with directly with Voldemort, regardless, from fifth? here on out. I can't remember the fifth. Well, you're going to make me say it wrong, and it'll be bad. That's the pro- That's the I think that's the Prophecy Hall one, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I guess they're kind of more. But then, not the oh, end. Okay. They get left behind. Anyway. Runner and Hermione, I like that they're, they're through it all. I kind of like that this is different, that it's not a big Voldemort scene. And mm-hmm. then, Leo you know, Harry's dumb, jumps on. And then, like, Ron's, like, blindly kicking. And Hermione's, like, all up in the mix. <laughs> and then they, they kind of yeah. win, you know?
0: Uh-huh. So, yeah, they have him at wand point, basically.
1: And I... I Harry he accuses him. He's like, you killed my parents. And, of course, Ron and Hermione don't know this yet, either.
0: I didn't think about that. No. And that's... I mean... Wait, is that true? Yeah, that's true. I think. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't say something to Ron about it? Wait, does he tell them after Arthur tells them? I know they have some conversation about Black and that Black's trying to kill Harry, but I don't remember, you know, I thought the whole point of rereading these books is to remember things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but we learned about the Secret Keeper when we were at the Three Broomsticks. So I guess they would Oh,
0: yes, yes. Good call, yes. They know.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> I was wrong. But Harry's got that whole, like, I yeah. hear them screaming in my head thing. So. But I Black's response is kind of interesting here, too. He says, I don't deny it. You know, of course, like, that feeds Harry's thing. But we know, right, Black is actually saying... Like, he feels responsible still for their death. But he's like, I don't deny it, but, like, it's not the whole thing. Yeah.
0: Although he's not. He says, like, that there's more to explain, but he's not like, wait, wait, Harry, let me tell you how it went. You know, I think he's Mm -hmm. almost like, fine. Kill me. (laughs) You know? (laughs) He doesn't have a lot to live for besides rage.
1: That's not true. You don't think he, like, wants a relationship with Harry?
0: I don't think that is even in his mind at all. I mean, he's been in Azkaban for 12 years. And the only thing that keeps him sane, I mean, I guess, is knowing he didn't actually do it. But he gets out, not to say, hey, (laughs) Harry, I'm your (laughs) your godfather. He gets out to, you know, as he says commit the murder I was imprisoned for
1: yeah but he doesn't want to die before he does that
0: okay that's probably true <laughs> he doesn't care what happens after but
1: yeah that is that's kind of what see again but it goes back and forth like it's he says sort of disarming things but then like also
0: alarming things yes so the first time reader I think I mean he's he he admits it mm-hmm. he killed them. So I think I'm imagining (laughs) that I thought the first time through that he probably did kill him. But, you know, there's some twist, too, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, and then, so then it's kind of all, this feels like this is it. And Harry's kind of standing there with this moral dilemma. And Crickshanks comes to the rescue.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I kind of forgot how involved this cat yeah. is.
1: Yeah. And it almost, it's kind of like that, that action, like, makes him think more and delays the process. So it's, it's kind of important.
0: Yeah. So he's, like, sitting on his mm-hmm. chest, basically. And here he still wants to kill him and is thinking, you know, like, it's just a stupid cat. <laughs> just kill the cat, yeah. too, right? But...
1: I mean harry's not like harry's
0: character can't do that though no and he he tries basically hesitates Mm -hmm. never pulls a trigger but thinks he wants to but my oh yes he's not really doubting his Mm -hmm. desire um my question though was how are you gonna kill him (laughs) He didn't know the killing curse. Oh my!
1: What is that true?
0: Yeah, Mad Eye Moody shows him the unforgivable curses, and he's not here yet.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> my mind. What? Yeah. How are you going to kill him?
0: I with your bare are hands. He's holding his
1: wand. I, I mean, guess. there have to be other ways I'm, I'm, to
0: kill a person than the killing curse. Sure. Maybe he's going to constrict his throat or turn him into a tortoise <laughs> or I don't
1: know. Hi. <laughs> yeah.
0: He probably hadn't no. thought that far ahead.
1: That is that is kind of weird, though. I never thought about that. Hmm. But he's, he's saved from
0: having to really decide.
1: Because Lupin comes in.
0: Yes. We've been bursting, saying, you know, where is he? And we all think he means black. Yes. That is not what he means. It means Peter.
1: Yeah. This. It's just getting crazy.
0: Like, there's so many twists. Yes. Uh, and there's another player who hasn't even know. come in yet. <laughs> um, And so then they have this weird, like ellipses filled conversation between them that the reader doesn't understand at all but
1: but understands that lupin is understanding things he's like yes where is he and he hasn't shown himself unless wait like
0: you switched without telling me yeah okay hug it out now bro like
1: and then like at that point like harry and hermione and ron are now their anger is now turned on lupin because they're because they're like you traitor and hermione's like i knew your secret and i protected you and now you're on his side
0: she loses her mind a bit
1: she's she's been on the edge it's been a rough night
0: yes yeah yeah so yeah hermione you know drops the obvious bomb to the other two idiots (laughs) that he's a werewolf yeah which, I uh, maybe we talked about this already, but do you think that you suspected he was a werewolf the first time? Oh gosh, no. <laughs> okay. No clue. I mean, okay, I probably didn't either. But to be the hints really aren't that subtle.
1: <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think that we, like, we don't know it's a full moon when he gets sick. We just know he gets sick a lot.
0: Yeah, I and... suppose. Well, okay, but the Snape article, That Snape impa- essay that's assignment. That's
1: not being a jerk. That's saying, go to the last chapter. Why don't you know this yet? Like, let me be my mean self and degrade uh-huh. Lupin in the process as being an incompetent teacher. Plus, I would like to also point out that we do not know all of the animals and creatures in the world yet. So we do not know that werewolves are for real. I think. Okay.
0: <laughs> sure yeah well hermione drops that and they start screaming at lupin and he tries to get them to calm down by giving them all back their wands so now we're all really confused yes you're 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 good you're bad you give me my wand back you're a werewolf i don't know what's going on
1: ron and i don't really remember the specifics but he kind of had It wasn't the, I'm just angry at you for defending the traitor. It was like the, what I presume is the normal fear or othering of the werewolf that the wizarding community does. Like, that was his reaction to it, almost.
0: Yes. Because Lupin tries to come over and look at his leg. And he recoils. And then
1: that that was kind of like a sad little... Moment and glimpse into Lupin's life.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's good writing, really, right there. So then Lupin explains how he knew they were all here, in that he is looking at the Marauder's map, which he had confiscated from Harry.
1: Harry's shocked he knows how to use it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you (laughs) dummy. I made it. (laughs) Yeah. What? Yep. And he knows about the cloak. And then he drops the bombshell that Scabbers is not a rat; he's a bald man <laughs> who's
1: been hiding in your pocket.
0: <laughs> well, we still don't really
1: believe him, do we?
0: Yeah, it's like I don't know. I mean, now we've seen the dog turn into a a person. Yeah. So I guess. But the like like we know something guess. is happening, but the pieces don't make sense. yet yeah uh and so this slowly Mm -hmm. gets teased out you know that black did mean to kill peter
1: yeah well because black knew peter betrayed
0: the potters yes uh but that but i guess black thinks he succeeded though right no yes 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 i remember now black thinks he succeeded and only learns that he didn't when he sees that picture of scabbers on ron's shoulder after they win the lottery
1: no i don't The wizarding no, lottery no yes
0: you're gonna look like an idiot because this is 100 <laughs> percent true sees the
1: picture but i think he he knew in the moment what peter did and then just didn't know whatever happened to him then he sees the picture and is like, that's Peter. He's with this Ron Weasley kid at Hogwarts. Oh. Yes.
0: So you think that he did. I mean,
1: he says, like, he got the best, like, in the moment. Like, that's, he's, that's been part of, why would he have all of this? I guess he would still have that anger building all these years. But I'm pretty sure he knew.
0: Okay, oh, I think you're right, you actually. I said I was going to be
1: proven an idiot. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> well, the <laughs> table's returned very quickly. <laughs> uh, uh, and, you know, he wants to finish the job, like, right now. Lupin, you know what's going on. Peter's this rat. Let them yeah. murder him now. But,
1: I mean, Lupin's being the sensible one, which is good. And aiding our knowing. Like, these kids, especially Harry, like, they've got some right
0: to know at this point. Yeah. So, Lupin tells the tale, basically. The yes, Miss Granger, you are correct, mm-hmm. I am a werewolf. Um. And that, you know, dumb, we learn that the potion yeah. is a recent invention. And
1: then he can, he can just be I a baby we... wolf in his office.
0: He's <laughs> so cute I want to pet him uh, and that Dumbledore you know made arrangements for him to be able to go to school um by setting up the shrieking shack, the tunnel, mm-hmm. the whomping willow so that he could be isolated when he Yeah, transformed. I mean, which
1: is just another testament to Dumbledore but then it like it becomes this issue for him because like Lupin so has so benefited from Dumbledore and so respects Dumbledore and Dumbledore so trusted him that later, you know, they eventually kind of stretched that trust and because of it, Lupin never reveals things he should have.
0: Yeah. So he says how, oh, my friends had this great idea that we should master this incredibly hard trick of becoming and a maggot and a Mag- it's very hard to say. And they do learn to transform Peter and James and um serious. Serious. And to be fair, he does say that it took them like three years yeah, well, to figure it took out them, how like, to do three it.
1: Three years to realize what he was and then three years to learn it or something (laughs) but it was like a it was hugely important for him you know and as animals they could keep him company and help keep him tame like he didn't lose his mind as much
0: yeah which so then they didn't just like have fun in the shrieking shack they were running around with a werewolf so smart (laughs) no, it was not so smart. (laughs) And I like Lupin's line. Like, Mm -hmm. Lupin's ashamed of this now, right? Because Hermione says, what are you doing? That is really dumb. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, we were young, thoughtless, carried Mm -hmm. away with our own cleverness. And never could tell Dumbledore. No. And he wants to tell Dumbledore that Sirius... It can, you know, become a dog
1: because he as, he suspected that that's probably how he was getting in, and he was right. So that's that's kind of yeah. Nice. I mean, um, obviously, it all works out, whatever. But this is Lupin's maybe least credible moment.
0: Yeah, that's a and big and because mess Lupin up, also. Right?
1: believed that Black did those things and Black was after Harry and
0: I think I know how he's trying to do it. Yeah. And he, he had very relevant information and didn't want to tell, didn't want to get disappointed Dumbledore a well, basically. Well, he struggled
1: a lot and Dumbledore, like, basically the good things he has, he only has because of Dumbledore.
0: Yeah. Okay, do do you find it a little not believable though that Herm- Hermione pipes up with there are only seven re- registered <laughs> Animagi this century and yeah, three kids did a it bit extreme.
1: <laughs> I mean is it that just no one bothers to but
0: that seems awesome so why wouldn't you I <laughs> know <laughs> Yeah, okay. So we can talk a little bit about the Pottermore article about it. And the, I kind of got the gist, like, yeah, people don't bother to because it's really hard. And there are, like, there are easier ways to disguise mm-hmm. yourself, basically. Um, But it does say that there's a Ugandan school where, like, that's just kind of what they do. And all their kids do but it. But is
1: that the same thing? Or is it different? Because there's a distinction, like, between transforming and doing this right
0: no yeah but no it is they they become (sighs) animagi it's just yes i think they only have to be registered as like part of the ministry of magic which would be particular Mm to to britain right i think maybe it's just not as culturally a thing there
1: i i guess it's kind
0: of weird though (laughs) It is kind of weird. But of course, Professor McGonagall cat. would be registered. Yes. And this article says that Dumbledore taught her. Does that mean he is or he just like knows it's all branches he of magic?
1: Be able to. Though it is weird that we would never get that information.
0: Yeah. Maybe he just didn't want to do part of what it takes, which is to hold the leaf of a mandrake tongue in your mouth for an entire month without spitting it out. Nope, just you gotta put it in your mouth a, for a I don't whole think month. It would
1: last a month,
0: <laughs> who was the first to discover also, this? I'd like to mandrakes know. Mandrakes
1: are those creepy baby plants. I don't <laughs> think so either.
0: <laughs> yes, oh. a baby leaf in Maybe your mouth. they're like.
1: Part weirdly sentient beings.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, and they dropped the like the North American tradition saying that they're called skinwalkers in North America, and skinwalkers is like a Native oh, American yeah. legend.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hmm. Though, yeah, weird. It's never really. We never get too much more on this.
0: No, not really. And we learn that, you know, it's kind of like your Patronus in that it, it your animal mm-hmm. that you become reflects sort of your inner nature. I think that's kind of cool. And it's not something you pick. Yeah. So, like, you know, Peter <laughs> as a rat is a bit on the nose. Yeah.
1: So then what? <laughs> Sirius is oh.
0: Dog? What does that mean? He's loyal? I don't know. <laughs> hairy? He okay, is kind of hairy, so.
1: I guess Lupin is not. He's just a werewolf. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, he's just and then a so, or James is a stag.
0: Yeah, and in the article it said something about, I forget the exact wording, but the whole he's a stag because he's like I don't know aggressive and it was not words i would have used <laughs> to describe a male deer because <laughs> i think of deer what as being you know stack? flighty like, animals
1: different because you know they're kind of proud and want to be seen and whatnot
0: yeah okay i kind of admit gotta admit though that knowing lily is a doe i kind of hate it It's too much It, it's they're they're matching, yeah, and yes. she's just the female version of him, and blah. Okay. No. I don't like that at all.
1: Well, but. and then we also it it can oh you did say like it's kind of like a Patronus, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. And like McGonagall's Patronus is a oh. cat, and she turns into well, she wait, what does it. that mean <laughs> about McGonagall that she's a cat <laughs> and aloof? <laughs> But smart catches. Gotcha, up- <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yes, I. Huh. Okay, I kind of like the uptight mm-hmm. angle. That seems to fit. But wait, is there a quiz? Okay, I well, I want to know this. You know,
1: what anime guy would I be? It,
0: yeah, there. I mean, there's there are quizzes, not an official Pottermore quiz. <laughs> um. So, you know, whether it's believable or not, they, you know, performed incredibly complex and illegal magic t- to run around with their werewolf friend. Yeah. And then this leads into um how Snape is drawn into this whole well, Snape- mess.
1: Wait. <laughs> when does he bust in
0: not until the very, the la- very last line
1: okay so we're just talking about his
0: yes we're just talking about snape
1: oh because snape was also smart and
0: like was trying to figure out what was up
1: yeah and then he did discover that lupin was a werewolf how'd that
0: happen I mean, he just figured it out oh. that he was like missing like, every month he figured out that he was a were- well wait no I think maybe he suspected, but he actually then sees him at the end of the tunnel.
1: Well, oh, isn't this part of the trick? Like, that. Yeah. Um, who does it?
0: Sirius? Sirius. Sirius, like, you know, he was. Ve- Snape was really curious as to where they all disappeared to every month. Mm-hmm. And then Sirius happens to be nearby when Snape sees. Um, Sees him going towards the Whomping Willow.
1: I thought Sirius, po- like, told him that's where to go.
0: Yes. and then Well, Sirius tells him how to get in.
1: Oh. The, Either way, like, setting Snape up to meet a werewolf.
0: Not his brightest idea.
1: Yeah, Sirius is the one, like, we love him, but he's the most brazen.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, and that sort of bad decision making will continue in his life as Harry's godfather.
1: Yeah. Oh, just like a, I mean, they all have some disregard, but his has
0: this extra edge to it. Yes. Um, and so he's, so Snape is coming down the tunnel to a live werewolf and James rescues him, right? And drags him out. So I guess James comes off looking good, ish in this.
1: because somehow it was dangerous to him, wasn't it?
0: Well, yes, because it's he's not dangerous to other animals. Because but it would be
1: cause he went as a person.
0: Yes. Got. Gotcha. Exactly.
1: Got. Gotcha.
0: And I can I didn't remember that. It's Sirius who really sets this thing in motion, not James. Hmm. I guess where my distaste for James comes in is when we see Snape's memories. Yeah. And like him and Lily yeah. and how they mock him. Mm-hmm. Um, But really like he didn't know about it. I mean obviously he was being just as stupid and reckless as the rest of them running around like that but he didn't have anything to do with Snape and putting him in danger. Well
1: no one did besides Sirius. Yeah. Though, then we also get that, like, that's perhaps part of Snape's hatred still is that he thinks Lupin was in on it too.
0: Yeah, which, okay, that's a pretty good reason to hate someone if you think they set you up to be bitten by a werewolf.
1: Yeah, then would they be like werewolf buddies after that? Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: They're best friends now. They lie curled up next to each other. (laughs) Well, yeah.
1: I mean, there's just the general, like, he's still associated with the the gang, and that's just one of many
0: unpleasantries. Yeah. And then, speak of the devil... (laughs) Snape whips off
1: the invisibility cloak. Here he is. (laughs) Right there in the fray. Bombshell. Like, not expecting that at all.
0: No, not expecting it. Wait,
1: how did he get in there? Because he didn't take the... Oh, he doesn't take the potion. Oh my gosh, I forgot. We'll get into that. Oh, that's right. That's coming up.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, next... I mean, that's where this chapter ends is... Snape whipping off the invisibility cloak. What a cliffhanger. Um, Yes. Well, you know, when...
1: I was just like, like, we've gotten a lot of information, but we don't really have a resolution yet. Like, we haven't wrapped our minds around it. We don't know how Harry and them are processing it.
0: Yes. But we'll get a chance to wrap our minds around it, because we're going to repeat this all (laughs) over again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, we'll save our wrapping up thoughts, you know, for the the next and final episode for this book, but just like book two, I like this more than I thought I would.
1: It's so good. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) And I believe you said that this was your least favorite. I know, but why? It seems like the best one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah? You think this one's the best one so far?
1: I mean, kind of. Like, okay, the first one... The well, first one, especially, like has all that newness and that gaiety and that all of that, which is great. You know, so you fall in love with it. But this, like, there's so many twists and turns. <laughs> yeah, you know, and but it's not. I like that it's not full blown. Like the world is ending, doom and despair yet. But you know, so we're still getting some backstory about characters, about families. You know, I can. You know, you can still have all of this newness and we just had like three chapters of new information revelations you know and it it's dramatic but yet it kind of still ends happy and you know and we it's this yeah. nice mix and we went to class a fair amount still you know mm-hmm. but yet the plot is fairly intricate without being doom and gloom
0: yeah i th- i would agree i think this is the best plot we've had so far sort of in its entirety because it's it's more of a gradual especially over the first book more of a gradual build and like unraveling and yeah at the same time keeping so many great just like school moments yeah. so yeah yeah uh, so definitely come back next time and we're gonna wrap this book up so it's the last four chapters that we're gonna read um, yeah and we will watch the movie it won't be a you know in depth <laughs> discussion but you know I picked it up so I'm going to watch it um, if nothing else so that we can see Hermione slap Drake, uh, Malfoy yes,
1: that was such a big thing when it first came out
0: yeah so come back next time where we finish up the Prisoner of Azkaban uh, you can follow us on Twitter at, at weirdsisterspod and and if you would like to rate in us and review us on iTunes, that would be really, really helpful. Uh, and we will see you next Tuesday. Hi. Bye.